Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello and welcome to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and... If you so desire, for the next roughly hour or so, your Living Well Empowerment Agent. And thank you so much for joining us today to play with a very interesting topic. And we're going to cut to that in just a moment. I would like to say some thank yous. First, I have really enjoyed the week I have gotten to spend as the featured host on a to zen And yay, how does it get even funner? <laughs> and I would like to acknowledge my amazing co-producer staff, uh, colleagues, and all-around incredible beings. Um, my girls, Rioa and Kara, are with me today, and also the amazing Christine McIver and the incredible Carol Glover. I adore all of you, and I could not be doing this with so much fun and fantasticness if you were not a part of it. Thank you, and thank you for honoring me in this way. I would also like to thank Holly Hall for uh, being a part of the amazing team of magicians and wizardness who keeps us going as well. And uh, I would like to thank everyone who has listened in, who has participated, whether you're doing it uh, through a, on the live show or whether you're listening to the replays. Um, I got uh, an email this week that let me know that um, in the past six months, my show, my replays, have had oh, almost uh, 9,000 replays, 9,000 listens, and that's pretty awesome <laughs> for a girl who uh, last November decided, or rather chose, to uh, step into a whole different territory and uh, launch a radio show, even though... Uh, she had never done anything like that before. Yes, I am talking about myself in third person there. Um, so thank you all for choosing to land on the page of a2zen.fm and choosing to click the button and choosing to listen and choosing to be a contribution to the conversations we are having on this amazing show and on this amazing station. And I also want to huge, huge shout to everyone who joins us in the chat room. And if you haven't done that already, I am inviting you to join us live in the chat room. You can, uh, if you're on the homepage of A2N, and that is A, the number two, and then Z as zebra, E-N dot F-M. If you're there and you can't find us yet, if you look at the red bar near the top of your screen, you'll see the word chat room as one of your options to click on. And if you would click on that, just give yourself a name and come right on in. You can play with us in real time. It is amazing what goes on in our chat room. Um, <laughs> we have some really incredible conversations. Some of them are directly related to the topic, and some of them don't seem to be related at all, and yet all of it is a contribution to the conversation. Um, and I want to thank everybody who has been playing with us uh, over this last, gosh, almost 10 months now um, on, in the chat room on the station. And thank you for your questions and your awarenesses and everything you're sharing and everything you're being. 
I'm so grateful. I cannot tell you how much fun I am having doing this show, being a host, being a part of A to Zen, and just getting to be a part of conversations almost every day of the week, literally, uh, that change people's lives and, and getting to witness that and and be around some spectacular um, moments of, of change, whether it's for me, what's going on for me, whether it's uh, for other hosts or whether it's for people who have called in and are choosing to put their um, put everything on the line for that moment and be vulnerable and ask a question and receive facilitation. And that is something that is a, a gift here that um, I don't know if, if we've all been really acknowledging. Um, we get to show you what we do. And uh, when I call myself a Living Well Empowerment Agent, and I promise we will get to the topic, and this is part of it. So um, when I call myself a Living Well Empowerment Agent, um, I am bringing to this show uh, the work that I do. I'm bringing to you, the listener, and in the case of the chat room, sometimes the sort of viewer, the virtual viewers, um, I'm bringing to you the craft that I that I craft, the the spells that I weave, the web that I spin, and it is not to hide anything. It is actually to facilitate people to uncover and to tap into and to break free from and to actually, really the simplest way I can say it is to empower you to make a choice. And really the way that we, many of us on station do that, many of our hosts, including myself, is we invite you to ask a question. Question is magic, and that is part of what is such a thrill for me getting to play on this show and on the many shows that I have the privilege of being a part of as I am one of the producers here at AZN.FM. So thank you, everyone, for the parts you are playing, for the beautiful contribution you bring, and the contribution that you be. And I would like to invite you to keep asking questions. I would like to invite you to keep being the amazing, awesome, potent creator beings that you be. And even, what if you could choose to be more? And that is part of what we're going to talk about today with our topic, Enter at Your Own Risk. Yeah, that is quite an interesting topic that showed up in my world um, early last week. And um, I was listening to something and, and it just kind of came into my mind relative to the conversation that I was listening to. And then I got to have a fantastic show and conversation last week with Rebecca Hulse. And if you have not gotten to listen to that show, um, please do visit my archive page on a2zen.fm uh, forward slash, I don't know how you get there. You can actually click on <laughs> my picture and it will take you to my page and you can get to the archives. Um, and we had a fantastic conversation about business for the fun of it. And the interesting, uh, well, many interesting points were brought up uh, during that conversation. <laughs> and um, one of them was about risk. And so here I had gotten this topic, this question earlier that week. And then as Rebecca and I are talking, um, there's a question presented in the chat room and she addresses the question and it happens to be around taking risk. And it was specifically talking about taking risk in business 
Um, but Rebecca brought a beautiful point into the conversation as she addressed that question, and that was, um, when are we really not risking something in the way that risk is defined here in, in our modern era? Is we're really are not really taking a risk just by choosing to show up, just by being here. And that kind of threw some more possibilities into my universe that um, – that I, of course, <laughs> delightfully was not expecting, was not even had not even begun to play with, and she she talked about risk as a an, an invention, as a, a way that we keep ourselves from actually choosing, a way that we manipulate ourselves, and so it it kind of took this whole topic in a new direction. And I have to tell you, I, well, I don't have to, I'm choosing to. Um, it was very interesting for me that I had some resistance. I, I actually had probably more resistance to this topic than I've had to any topic that I've done so far on the show. And I'm now reaching, I think this is my, wow, I think we're in our 41st episode. How awesome is that? <laughs> Yay! Um, and I've had some very interesting topics that have presented themselves to me. Uh, you know, for those of you who have, have heard me before, you have possibly heard me talk about this show is is my best friend slash co-creator uh, in this process we that, that shows up as this radio show called Living Well. And, um, and it has asked me to step in some really uncomfortable places and spaces over the last nine months, almost ten months now. And... It's very. It's always interesting to me what um, <laughs> what shows up, how it shows up. Um, it is never a coincidence. It is never an accident. And I love those sort of happy, <laughs> happy quirky bits that that show up in the way they show up and come together to create these huge ahas. Um, so really, uh, yes, our shows, uh, you may have heard some of the hosts say this, our shows really are all about us. <laughs> My show is really all about me. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you all come along for the ride while I have total facilitation to help myself, you know, move further and move beyond my resistances in my life. So, um, And how does it get even better than I get to do this uh, with the group of all of you? And uh, and that is even really more exciting to me um, than the fact that I just get to sort of sit here and talk out loud for a while every week. <laughs> um, and I am honored that you choose to do this with me. I am honored that you, even if you don't agree, even if you think some of what I say is like a total malarkey <laughs> and you wonder what planet I landed from, I'm so grateful that you are even showing up to have that question or that type of experience. Um, I have no investment on the experience you have, on the way you take the information or what you do with it. My desire is and my target is that we allow this show and these conversations to actually seduce us into greater curiosity and greater receiving. So thank you. And... Are you ready to risk everything for something that could be even greater than what you've ever imagined? Are you ready to play bigger? Are you ready to ask a new question? Are you ready to go to a place and a space of you that you have never 
considered was even a part of you, was even a possibility of you, was even on the radar of the whole universal spectrum of you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. A lot of us have a little resistance to that, don't we? (laughs) So what do we really mean when we say enter at your own risk? And what are we doing when we are taking a risk or risking it? And is there a different energy to the word risk or to the energy of risk or what risk actually is than what we have acknowledged so far? And that's what I would like to play with today. Um, So first, I am also very much aware, as we are on an anniversary date here in the United States, uh, of the 9-11. And for a lot of people, that brings up a great deal of many, many different kinds of conflicting emotions, thoughts, and feelings, uh, and points of view. And I would like for us all to take a breath. I would like for us to, if you so desire, to simply allow yourselves to show up regardless of all of the points of view that are in play right now, regardless of all of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are occurring today, and regardless of all the significance that has been placed upon this date through all time, all space, all dimensions, and all realities, are you willing to choose that for at least this next roughly hour or so? Thank you. And everything that doesn't allow you to have ease with who you be, regardless of anything else going on in the world, would you be willing to make a different choice? And would you be willing to choose for you? And that, my friends, is how easy it can be and how profound it can be to take a risk. Wow. So would you acknowledge yourself that you just took a risk And would you look to see what has begun to already show up in your awareness? Yeah. I thank you for that. Yeah. I'm thanking you. And what if risk is something so different and so much more relative to the process of our creating change on this planet, in our lives, in our bodies, than we have begun to acknowledge. So we are going to take our first break here. I would like to invite you to keep breathing, my beautiful friends. (laughs) And I would like to invite you to be expanding the energy of you out into the universe even further. And I would like to be... I would like for you to just keep breathing, keep being who you be in this moment, and I would like for you to see what begins to show up. And let's talk a little bit about that when we come back. You are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are taking really bold steps, and we are risking it all. And I thank you, and we will be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent 
and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome forward, my beautiful friends, to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host and Living Well Empowerment Agent, Keisha Clark. And again, I thank you for joining me for this hour and visiting us in the chat room. If you haven't already done that, please join us in the chat room. And if you would like to call in and ask your questions live on air, um, you can look on the top of the screen that you are on. Uh, it, it'll depend on what device you're on. Um, you can also uh, Skype us at uh, a2zen.fm. Oh, what I let me finish what I was previously saying. Sorry, folks. You can look near the top of your screen to find the phone numbers to dial in. Uh, there is one for the U.S., one for the U.K., and one for Canada. And if none of those work for you, you can also Skype us. Um, you can send us a Connect request. You don't have to wait for a response. Uh, you can just go ahead and call right in once you send that Connect request. Yeah, and what can we explore and um, really demolish today um, in this next few moments together that we are playing um, or in the moments that we're playing if you are listening to uh, a replay in the future? Yeah, what can we change and what has already begun to change? Before the break, I invited everyone to keep breathing <laughs> and to Invite the energy of risk into your universe and invite your awareness of what risk really is that uh, you might not have been acknowledging. So I would like to first uh, look at the etymology of the word risk. This is something that I, if anyone has listened to me, you know me, I love to play with words. I love to look up words. I love to play with the energy. Um, I, one of the things I call myself as an energy linguist 
And yes, Alan, you can have all kinds of funny puns in the chat room <laughs> about energy and linguistness, <laughs> linguisting. Um, and that is really to say that I have a capacity with being present with energies, with reading energies, and interpreting energies, and conveying energies, and with shifting, changing, transforming, and transcending energies. And it's not that nobody else has that capacity. It simply is one of my capacities that I actually uh, have begun to be more willing to own and acknowledge uh, and actually participate actively with. Um, and so what does that mean? Does it mean I'm reading your beads? Well, yes, I can read your beads if you'd like me to. We can read your beads. We can uh, talk about how beautiful your beads are. We can rearrange your beads. We can restring your beads if you'd like. Or we can um, maybe upgrade you to a whole different ensemble together. And it's really about choice. Um, so one of the things I was looking up this week, of course, the etymology of the word risk. And it says here in the Etymology Online Dictionary, because, you know, I love Google, because Google is just, you know, one of our good friends in this era. If you haven't already begun to be friends with Google, <laughs> you consider that. <clears throat> it's a great shortcut. And um, while I am a big proponent uh, and, and fan of not necessarily shortcutting your entire life, I also do believe uh, that it's kind of nice to be able to work more efficiently. So I am also grateful for Google today. Um, so on the et online etymology dictionary, um, what it said is from approximately the 16th century, um, the root, one of the roots is French, one of them is Italian. Uh, it is what, this is what it's listing. And even, even then, there was this energy of run into danger. Uh, it is not of a certain origin, so there is really no like long history of this word that I've found. Um, and then I found something that was very interesting in terms of, let's see, oh, Lily, my darling. And if you haven't met Lily, she's here with me, as she is every Friday. <laughs> and she is laying on my notes, so let me unearth those. Um, one of the things that was really interesting is, and I'm not seeing it in this particular one, in part of my searches the other day, uh, one of the things I came across was that risk actually referred, also referred to um, the, the shifting of the firmament. In other words, to unearth something or to move the earth. And that was so interesting to me when I read it, that energy actually resonated really far more with me than anything to do with danger. And I thought, wow, you know, um, look at how we change the energy of the words. And yet, for many of us, and, and this, I, I wonder if this is true for you, um, what I notice is that there are a lot of words that when I hear them, there's a certain energy that I perceive that is often different from the energy that is the concluded energy or the uh, conventionalized energy that's on that word. And it's fascinating to me that in our knowing, we actually are able to have a sense of this. Uh, a beautiful example of it of this was earlier this morning on the show Super Scoop of Consciousness. We had all three Super Scoopers. Uh, it was a fabulous conversation. If you uh, are looking uh, to have a conversation about the art of manipulation, um, they also pointed out that the um, the pre 
1945 <laughs> publicized um, definition of the word manipulation was to skillfully or artfully manage. And look at what the word manipulation has come to mean. And a little bit of the story that I actually am privy to around this whole changing the meaning of words thing is um, there was some there was a convention that the name of escapes me in this moment, um, but essentially it was after the near the end or right after the Second World War, and the purpose of this convention was to actually change the meaning of a number of words that had been used in a certain way to create the propaganda that um, were, was much a part of what drove the, the events that took place in, in, within, the world, within the Second World War. Um, and I thought it was very interesting that um, manipulation showed up with such an extreme difference because the meaning that's listed in the current dictionary has, it actually specifically states uh, something in reference to um, doing something with the intent of harm or doing something with the intent to, to basically cheat people um, or take over control of people. Um, and it's really fascinating that we did something so drastic in the in 1945-46 uh, with the changing of so many words. And it's like you can change what you want the word to mean. In other words, you can change your judgment or your conclusion about something or your um, invention of it. You can recreate it or reinvent something, but you don't really change the energy of it, do you? Because when you change a word in one language or you change the meaning of a word in one language, are you changing it in every language? Are you changing the way it's pronounced slightly? Are you modifying it? Yeah. So would you be willing in this few moments to look at all of the, hmm, what is available to you in your knowing? And, and the, the knowing that I'm speaking of in this moment is the beyond cognitive aspect of you, the beyond all of the intellectualization and the mental and the uh, the mind capacity. This is your knowing. This is your awareness of the entirety of what is in and as the universe. And so I'm inviting you to check in with that. And what do you get when you check in with that? When you're having conversation and you get a sense of the energy that is being delivered, even though the words may not be conveyed physiologically, what are you aware of? And I'm asking you this question as it pertains to taking risks. How many times in your life, in our lives, have many of us had our awareness, had a knowing that we perhaps did not acknowledge we might have been caught up in the moment. We might have been heavily invested in our conclusion. We might have been heavily invested in controlling the situation uh, so that we could have a specific outcome that we had already determined was totally possible if something were to be done the way we had already concluded it should be done. <laughs> I'm probably the only one who's ever done that. <laughs> so, yeah. Can anyone relate? <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Or is it just me? <laughs> it's 
And we have a few emoticons in the chat room with uh, blinking eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. So everything that doesn't allow you to be totally present with your awareness in this moment, would you be willing to let go of all of that? Would you be willing to shift your presence? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so what is your awareness? Yeah. So when you are in when you're in the creation of an experience <laughs> and we are creators of our lives, we are creators of our own experiences and we are brilliant at it if if I might add. Uh, whether you've chosen to acknowledge that or not yet, <laughs> I will acknowledge it for you. You wouldn't still be here. Well, let me just ask you, would you still be here if you were not completely brilliant and completely capable of creating in your own life and of creating your life? And we create it by making choices unconsciously or consciously. The choice is up to us. And just because we're creating something unconsciously, it doesn't mean in any way that we deserve a consequence. It never has anything to do with that. It's simply about receiving the awareness of what your choice is creating for you. And then, would you be willing to make a different choice? Yeah. And what if that's all that risk really has to be. We've made risk really significant. And some of the things that came into my awareness this week was uh, we talk about risk assessment. We talk about a risk factor. We have risk evaluation. We speak about things as being risky as opposed to risque. <laughs> Different topic. <laughs> that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Check my archive page. Um, we talk about at-risk kids or at-risk people or at-risk communities. And we talk about high-risk pregnancy or people who are candidates for that, which is always interesting to me. I'm like, wow, no conclusion there, huh? Like how many decisions and judgments and conclusions and computations and projections are required for you to submit your body to be at risk simply because it has been determined by someone else that that is how it is. So everywhere you're bought into that and everywhere you might be willing to change that now, would you be willing to choose to change it? And what if you could just ask, is that true for me? Huh. And if you get a lightness that it's true to, hey, cool. That's true for you in this 10 seconds. And if you get a weird anything anywhere in your universe that is not quite lightness, like if you get noise or if you get a constriction in your throat or if you get a weirdness in your abdomen or if your left foot starts to itch, what if that's an indication you really know something different is possible? Your knowing is that something very different is possible. Yeah. So when we're talking about risk, there's also a great deal of significance and charge around the word risk um, in a lot of the conversations around people uh, talking about how people are risking their lives 
And again, I refer back to something that Rebecca was saying. It was she was so brilliantly putting um, the question of what if it's a choice? What if it's a choice? I used to have a lot of points of view about um, this whole construct that we have in pretty much every country on the planet around uh, being a member of the armed forces and participating in the armed forces. And even before we had organized groups and organizations of, of the armed forces, being a part of uh, fighting and warring and being a soldier and whatever that meant. I used to have some interesting points of view around that. And I do still have some interesting points of view that pop up from time to time. Um, and I come from, uh, well, in, in my family, there are a number of people who have been a part of the armed forces. Um, and so it was really interesting when I really started to look at this um, once I began to step into more of my knowing and my awareness about the choices we all make and the the privilege that our choice is, I began to have a different a different way that that energy moved for me. And my great great uncle um, was he fought in the Second World War. He was a part of something that was at, at all at once so amazing and so atrocious. Um, and if you've ever listened to the stories of the different events that took place in the Second World War, as as are the stories of many things that take place in every war, um, it is that is one of the things that are kind of bone-chilling to me. The, the things, the events and the experiences that are endured by many of our members of the armed forces has always been something that baffles me. Um, I'm really clear, and I've always been really clear. For me, that would not be my particular choice of of how I would be contributing to changing whatever the particular scenario is. And I totally get that that's my choice. And I also totally get that that is the choice of every person who chooses to be a member of the armed forces. And I so respect that. I so admire that they have the tenacity and the wherewithal and the gumption <laughs> and the balls and the backbone to choose what they're choosing to be a part of that experience and that creation. And I don't say that from any investment that what is being created is right or wrong. I say that from the admiration I have that that is something they are capable of choosing. And I have no investment that there is a right or wrong. And we could have lots of conversations around rightness and wrongness and points of view around war. And that isn't what this conversation is about. We are actually talking about risk, however. So when people are making that choice, to put everything they have on the line in any of the armed forces, in any of the civil servant roles, um, whether you're a teacher, a police officer, a fireman, um, a, a court judge, um, whether you're a crossing guard um, for schools to get our kids from one point side of the road to the other, yes, we could say you are making choices to take risk. And what is your knowing? I am asking you to tap into something today that if you've not gone here yet, will you please go here with me? What is your knowing? 
How powerful and potent are you that you actually have an awareness that you are capable of contributing to that experience, wherever it is you're choosing to contribute, at whatever point you're choosing it? How powerful and potent are you that you can actually contribute to the creation of something that could possibly create greater and in some instances, you might be doing that through an experience or an event that people absolutely judge as totally wrong and horrible. And you might be choosing to do it in a way or through an event that people choose to judge as amazing and incredible. And what if you could still do it? And that is courage. What if that... It's courage. Risking having more of you. Asking the question. Making the choice. Being present with your awareness. What if that is what risk is about? And what if risking it simply applies to the changing of it, the unearthing of the spaces where you have chosen unawareness and unconsciousness and changing, choosing to change that. Would that be worth the risk? To have more of you, to know more of you, to be more of you, to receive more of you. Would be worth the risk? Yeah. The question that came up this week for the show was really interesting. Uh, they're all interesting. I know I say that every week. <laughs> I find a lot of things really interesting, intriguing, and fabulous and fascinating. And I love it playing with the curiosity. So <laughs> that might go without saying. But if you've never heard me say that before, there you go. So the question that presented itself for this week is, are you making your life dangerous to keep yourself from living it? So are you creating your life as a risk from the definition of risk as being a danger and something that you must avoid or prevent rather than creating it as an adventure? And you have the choice to explore and you have the choice to unearth, to till the soil of your universe and to change it, to move it, to excavate it. And then, with every question, to plant the seeds of possibility. The seeds of possibility of your knowing, of your awareness, of your potency. Yeah. Alan has a great question in the chat room. What if danger is the omission of risk? What if the true danger is that you never ask? Yeah, and everything that's bringing up, would you please breathe and stay present with what you know? Everything that doesn't allow you to be willing to ask for more of you, would you destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah. What if you could ask a question, and what if your question shifted mountains? What if your question 
moved the earth? If your question altered the timeline, altered the dimensions, changed everything on the spectrum, on the continuum, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love another comment in the chat room we have from Rockin' Rhonda Burns. <laughs> she says, I, she just got, had this awareness that she is a risk. I am a risk. Exactly. And let's talk some more about that and being that and choosing that and having that and what it creates when we come back from the break. You are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. I thank you for being here and showing up and choosing to risk it with me today. And we will be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome forward to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful for everyone who is showing up today and in the future. 
whether you're listening live or to the replays, I thank you for showing up and I thank you for taking this journey and this risk with me. Thank you for risking asking a question and risking dredging up what no longer works for you and what could actually be the thing keeping you from what you say you truly desire. Let's change some shit, people. <laughs> I have, um, <clears throat> we had a fabulous point that was brought up right before the break. Um, and I would like to share uh, an example of something with you. It's a story of the night witches. And some of you may have seen this uh, circulate a little while back on Facebook. Uh, this is one of those stories that just so brings the illustration home for me uh, around the topic we're talking about today. Um, we are talking about enter at your own risk, and we have been having a fabulous conversation around risk, the energy it is at, that we've made it, we've invented it to be, and what it really possibly could be, and what invitation it might be um, relative to what we know beyond our cognitive knowing. And how fantastic that we can be bringing this into our cognitive awareness and our cognitive knowing now, and integrating the information, and then, wow, what are we creating just by choosing that? What possibilities are opening up and becoming available to us? Because we are changing the energy, and that is the nature of energy. It responds, as you have heard me say a number of times, if you listen to any of my shows. And if you haven't, energy, the behavior of energy is that it responds. So the story of the night witches, I'm going to paraphrase it, because we are in our last segment and we have wonderful, amazing things popping, um, was a group, it was a regiment of women um, in World War, uh, let's see, let's see, it was in 1928. Um, the regiment flew in wood and canvas biplanes that uh, the design intended for use in training aircraft and for crop dusting. Did you hear me say that? Crop dusting and today is the most produced biplane in all of aviation history. The planes could carry only six bombs at a time. Now, who were the night witches? There was a group of women, a group of women, and they could not work during the day, obviously, because the planes could be spotted. So they volunteered for the missions that they ran and they would fly at night in planes that could easily go up like a tinderbox. But they carried bombs. And everywhere we're getting emotional, Whew, what do our bodies know? Thank you, bodies. Thank you, bodies. Yeah. So multiple missions per night were necessary. The aircraft were basically slow and it took a great deal of maneuverability. It took a great deal of talent and capacity and tenacity to, to operate these planes. And essentially, their contribution was, uh, oh, and here's another thing. Due to weight of the bombs, they had to fly at low altitudes, which means they were flying basically with targets on their planes, people. And I know that many of you can relate this. And they chose to do this, to participate and contribute to strengthening the forces against the German military. It was called harassment bombing and precision bombing. 
Yeah. Do you get a sense how that illustrates what they were choosing? Now, would we call that a risk? Yeah, I, I would call that a risk, both by today's standards and by the energy of the etymology of the word and by the energy of changing something, it requiring us to move something in order to find more, in order to create more. And it turns out that the night witches made a massive contribution to the efforts of the war and to keeping Germany from making advances. Yeah. Yeah. Now, am I telling you this story to point out that it was women? Not necessarily. Is the fact that it was women who were choosing this absolutely is incredible to me? Yes. In a time when women were given absolutely no recognition, these women chose this. Just like our American women pilots, at a time when they were running rehearsal flights and practice runs on planes to make sure the planes were working so that the men could actually fly the planes in combat, the women were also choosing to give their lives. Does that make them better than the men? What's your awareness? Does it make them courageous that they were willing to choose? Yeah, to me, it kind of does. It absolutely does. And what if each of us could be choosing that? So with Rhonda's awareness before the break, I am risk, she said. That is part of what we do. That's part of the energy we be. And what if that is what is required? What if that is one of the ingredients, one of the elements that is required to change what is not working? What if risk does not have to be that you put yourself in harm's way out of unconsciousness? What if risk is not about that you keep yourself stupid to prevent yourself from living your life? Am I saying you're stupid? I am if you are choosing to be that. Yeah. And what if you didn't have to choose to be that? What if you could choose to be present with your awareness? And what if you were willing to till the soil? And what if you were willing to be flying in the face of everything that conventionally seemed insane and ask a question? Are you willing to enter into your life at your own risk? Are you willing to enter this world at your own risk with your consciousness attached, with your knowing intact, with your awareness completely available to you and with you completely available to it? And what might change do you already get a sense of that? Yes. So for all of you who are willing to take the risk, who are willing to be the risk that others can choose, wow, would you be willing to acknowledge that now? And would you choose it? And would you choose to be it? It doesn't have to look like you show up in a cape every day. And what if it did? 
Yeah. It doesn't have to look like you making yourself small to take calculated risks. What if, however, it didn't have to look like you being totally massively public either? What if you could live a very relatively quiet and amazing life, choosing for you? The energy of that versus the energy of living fearfully, what do you get a sense of the difference between the two? And which one do you, in your awareness, see as creating greater for both you and many other people in the world, whether you ever speak to them, shake hands with them, or not? So I'm offering huge gratitude to you today and to me, and I ask that you acknowledge yourself. I am inviting you to acknowledge the risk you are simply by the virtue of the fact you, show, you chose to show up on this planet in this moment in time. Yeah. And if you have any question about what it's like to work with me, listen to this show again, and you'll get a really good idea. And you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on my website, Facebook is living well, well, facebook.com forward slash living well, W-E-A-L, with Keisha. And you can find my website. It's, it's just published and it is getting put together as we speak. We're still sewing it together, but it's out there. And that is what I'm choosing uh, at livingwell, L-I-V-I-N-G-W-E-A-L.com. Um, what if you are the risk that is worth taking? and being and what if you are the risk that creates the space for others to be willing to ask and choose more I'm inviting you to more of you amazing creators may you be living in as and from the willingness to embody abundant living with all of the risk you be creating greater have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?